Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language, mature themes, and an elderly person at the end of their life. Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude. With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me. With each step they take, The cracks grow wider, and the fractures deepen within her heart. With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror, and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds, and feel who I am meant to become. I hear the wilds, and change is balanced on the tip of a blade. I hear the wilds. And now it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West. These are the spaces beyond the door. Let's be legendary. upstairs and as we're laying I actually like lay down and and, mm-hmm. and try and sleep but before right before I think I cry for a while after you're done crying mm-hmm. and when you're starting to fall asleep I actually let you know I'm gonna go look at the moon really quick I'll be right back don't stay out too too long okay I won't I'll be back before you know somebody I gotta talk to just kind of drift off I go out into the grove. Because we're hanging out in that open area, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where we set up the house. Okay. So I go out there. Do I... I don't see anybody, do I? Uh, make a perception check. Nat 20. Okay. So 26. You spot a squirrel that is in a tree on the other side of the glade that's just standing still <laughs> looking in over. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night looking over towards you. They're just watching. Yeah, it was just, it's just watching. I, I walk a little bit of ways and, like, cross my arms and, like, tilt my head at it. Uh-huh. Is there something you need? <laughs> you should have been like, it's a little late for squirrels, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not even going to... Uh-huh. I'm not yeah. even going to have that pretense. I, I know it's one of them, just... Yeah. Is there something you need? The squirrel comes down the tree and shifts into Pixmer. Hey, asshole. I was keeping an eye on our guests. Under orders or just because you're a stand-up person? Your partner, the Fae. My wife? Your wife. She's been hanging around 
one of our most revered elderly on her deathbed. Sounds like Selene. She's a grave cleric. The death and dying are her domain. Not here. It is meant to be a private ceremony for those close to the dying to hear their stories, to pass on. I believe that's what she's been doing, but if someone doesn't want her there, just tell her she'll leave. You should both leave. Why? Because you don't like us? I kind of like lean a little bit, care to elaborate? This is a place for the devout in faith of the Green Wanderer and the Great Oak. And you come in here, a reverer of the wolf, and she, a fae. The Feywilds have been corrupting this forest slowly over the last 20 years, and we've been fighting it back. So being such a devout follower of the Green Wanderer of whatever, the fact that he sent us here in the first place makes no never mind to you. The words of the Green Wanderer were all that kept me from ordering your execution on our border. <laughs> Selene inside. <laughs> he feels that execution. It's the only thing that kept you from being down into Amberger. <laughs> yeah, you're still so about it. We will continue watching. What is it specifically that's pissing you off so much? That the warden gave us the directions? That he likes us better than he likes you. That I'm a lichen or that my wife is a fae? What pisses me off is that you're here, out of the blue, attempting to learn our deep most secrets, and that our elders have without question allowed you into our most sacred of places and are teaching you secrets, usually only passed down to those that live and die within this colony. Explain to me, are you a follower of, what did you call him, Green Wander or the Great Oak? Or was it kind of just a both thing? I revere the Great Oak. I have a great amount of respect for the Green Wanderer. What does the Great Oak think about massacre? Mechanical undead. I fail to see how this is relevant. You fail to see a lot, buddy. <laughs> just a question. The Great Oak cares only about nature and the preservation of it, apart from industrialization. What about hordes of mechanical undead wiping out anything in their path? The evils of industrialization manifesting and destroying itself. Like wiping out a forest. Or does that not count? What would mechanical undead want with a forest? Oh, it's not the mechanical undead that want anything with a forest. It's what would be used to destroy something like that. They look confused. 
You're going to dispel it out for them, Tally, as you don't have the processing power to figure it out themselves. You have absolutely no idea what's going on outside your forest, do you? How quickly those magical barriers can be knocked down. This world is getting far less wild than you could ever imagine. Our histories say the barriers kept this place safe through the Sundering. It's been a long time since the Sundering, kid. Magical technology has advanced far more than you could ever imagine. Now I bring this up specifically since you seem to have a problem with me and my partner being here. Well, first of all, too fucking bad. We were invited. Boom. Second, I don't know about the Great Oak. In my community, he was always looked at as a more of a stuffy individual. Less caring and more sticking to his ways. And yes, my community revered the wolf. A guardian. A protector. And in some cases, destruction. But at the end of the day, I know what's outside your forest. I know what's outside your barriers. And I know that there's only a matter of time before they come down. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to protect my family, to protect this district, and even protect your scrawny little ass. Because that's what I do. Because I don't give a flying fuck what you think. I've lived too damn long, and I've fought too damn hard to let some arrogant, ignorant little shapeshifter give me lip. Now, if there's anything else, I need to talk to the wolf. They turn on their heel and walk out of the grove. Asshole. Then I turn to the moon. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to run, but I focus on my holy symbol. Mm -hmm. And I focus on the wolf and the moon, trying to like conjure up the image that I have of them in my head. I honestly don't know if either of you can hear me or if either of you care but I'm gonna ask for your help anyway I know I'm knee deep in warden country and you two you two don't exactly see eye to eye but but if I'm the last one, then I can't let this die with me. And I know there are times that I can feel you, and there's some times that I can't. And I don't know what it means to be that devoted to a deity. But there's... There's gotta be a middle ground, right? Or something. I just... If I'm gonna do this... I just think I need help. Even if all the stories that I heard growing up aren't real, and all the tales of heroes and and warriors were all just bullshit. We survived long enough to make those stories, long enough to have a culture. I don't want to be the last one to have it, the last one carrying it. 
I don't know what kind of help I'm asking for, but I'm asking for something. Because we are still children of the wolf. That has to mean something, right? The mighty protector. I have to believe that still means something. And as wise and as old as the warden is, by his own admission, he is still human. And I have never been human. There's a part of me that is an animal. So I'm asking for help. You stand there in the field, in the grove, just waiting under the moon. All is quiet. The moon slowly, steadily rising up past its midpoint. Then a breeze comes through the quiet night, just blowing through the trees. And with it comes the scent of pine, snow on the mountaintops, cool water off of the Clearwater Lake, sage, home. She just breathes it in. Thank you. She's out there for another like 15 minutes before she goes back inside and actually checks on the kids. They're fine. She's paranoid. And it goes to sleep. Okay. Next day comes. What is the complaint department? <laughs> <laughs> you going to tell me what happened? Um, well, I have to get up ridiculously early. Uh-huh. Because apparently last time I was late. So. Late for being early. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I guess I get up at the crack fucking dawn, so I'll have to tell you tomorrow in at some point. Uh-huh. Or I get up before dawn mm. or something like that to go out there. I aim for 5.30. Okay. So you get out there and find Franya entering the grove. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> you actually do that? Please tell me you actually do that. No. But she thinks about it. She thinks it in her head. It's like, yes, 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 I win. <laughs> but outside, she's very like, it's like, oh, good morning. Good morning. Hey, you can tell Pixburg he doesn't need to come watching Benevolently us. Benevolently watch yeah. over us. Benevolently, yeah. You, you can tell Pixburg he doesn't need to, uh, to watch over us at night. We're pretty safe. Uh... They were supposed to be watching the outer edges of the grove. Yeah, well, they decided to watch over us. Which is uh, very sweet and kind and and all that, but uh, we're good. Mm-hmm, indeed. Well, today we are going to continue to sit and, and breathe. breathe and think. About something simple. Yes. Got it. Simple. Like a rock. I could do a rock. A very good place to start. Got it. All right. I sit and breathe mm -hmm. with her and think about a rock. Okay. So you got to do rolling wisdom for this before? Yes. So just go ahead and roll me a wisdom check. Nat one? Holy shit. Good job. Apparently a rock is a lot harder than a wolf. 
No, because what you start doing is like thinking of a rock. Then you're like, wait, okay, a rock. So like a pebble, a stone. And you start settling on like a good hefty size rock that, you know, somewhere between five and 10 pounds and the kind of rounded shape, kind of like a loaf of bread. <laughs> God, you're hungry. <laughs> I, just, I just ate. No, I didn't just ate. I was so busy trying to get out. I tried to just eat or pee. I just, ran, I just got dressed, ran out the door, and was very... And went, ha Yeah. And then realized, fuck. Brad, yeah, you could use... You could go for some bread with, with some cheese. Some bread with some goat cheese. Like Why? the kind you can spread? Like yeah. some, some brie. Ooh. Like toast with brie on it. I'm helping. Yeah. Wait, shit. Rock. 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 Okay. Don't think of the bread-sized rock. Pebbles. Okay. Pebbles. There's a pebble in my shoe. I gotta sit here. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and then you try to like wiggle your shoe so you like dislodge the pebble, but it just puts it in a worse position. Yeah, it's like, let's sit and breathe. Sit and breathe and think about one thing. One thing. Rock. Right. Mountain. That's a That's a rock. That's a big rock. That's a very big rock. Can't confuse that with bread or peb or anything. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> About a, a couple hours into this, Pranya sighs. You're losing focus. <sighs> Sorry, I'm trying. Apparently focusing on a rock is a lot harder than I thought. Try focusing on something else. Okay. Celine scent. Let's okay. try Celine scent. Go ahead and roll a wisdom check for that. Hey! Hey! That's closer. Selene's always my good luck charm. So, 16 altogether. 16, okay. So, you sit there and just breathe in that the thought of that smell. And just focusing on that breathing in and out. You manage to actually lose track of time for a good portion of the day. Just focusing on that. Again, about 5 p.m., Franya uh-huh. breathes better, much better. Now, still focusing on that, I want you to also focus on a rock. I make, I actually like make a whining sound. Aww. <laughs> like, it's doing so good. Like, I got it! And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, great, do something else now. She's like a puppy. <laughs> She's a puppy. She's a puppy. She's a husky. Yeah. So laying in the bathtub crying because yeah. they won't turn the water on. Now, now, this will help in keeping your intellect separate from the animal form, allowing yourself to create two mind spaces. All right. All right. So, still thinking about that smell. Mm-hmm. I then think about a rock. <laughs> Make me another wisdom check. Okay. Hey, 17, 18, 19. You managed to, for the remaining couple of hours, focus independently on Celine scent and a rock, keeping them as two separate things in your head and somehow not managing to combine them into a rock that smells like Celine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Celine that looks like a rock. Or Celine that looks like a rock. Or Celine looks like the rock. <laughs> Sweet. You did it. Congratulations. You did the first, the first most basic thing. Hey, that's a step. Yep. Step one and the process. Yep. All right. What about you? What'd you do? Well, after I wake up, 
You didn't make the kids breakfast or anything. I did not. I uh, literally ran out the door. So I go down to the kitchen, see there is no coffee and no breakfast, and crumble about that. Means I have to make my own coffee. You have servants. Means I have to make my own coffee. You literally... <laughs> I must make my own coffee now. <laughs> Woe is me. It's my life so is so loud. <laughs> Clap for the servants and continue complaining yes, as they make you coffee. That is exactly what happens. <laughs> I call for the servants to make me coffee and make my children breakfast while loudly, even if it's just in my head, loudly lamenting how I have to do everything myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it hurts. <laughs> and uh, after. I don't know if the kids come down while I'm there. Yeah, probably. Okay. Do we've eaten breakfast and all that? I go back to um, Nilia? Nilia. Mm-hmm. Nilia. Yeah, I go back to our house. I just sit. Because I've decided, as I've gone through this in my head, like, what do I do? I'm completely useless. Nothing I do as... I don't have anything to offer. Because she doesn't want to go in to this situation, this, this, this completely different culture, and be like, nope. I know how death goes. Mm-hmm. Here's how to do it right, because that's fucking, like, that's terrible. So she's just kind of watching how they handle death. Mm-hmm. And again, you you see that, well, today Nelia is actually a, a bit worse. Mm-hmm. Her memory is going in and out all over the place. She calls her granddaughter by her mother's name several times, and seems to think you are the daughter of a close friend of hers. Okay. So she's she's getting closer. Yeah. Okay. However, those that are there are still paying attention to whatever story she tells mm-hmm. and taking it in and remembering it. I'll just sit the for well, most of the day. But um Neil's the afternoon, I think after Nelia has probably fallen asleep. Or something, mm-hmm. and everyone's just kind of. What is everyone doing? When Nelia falls asleep, one person stays by her bedside in case she wakes up, mm-hmm. and they're like working on some sort of sewing, like mm-hmm. uh, knitting, probably as mm-hmm. they're sitting there. Mariana is preparing some food in her house for pretty much anybody who's there. Mm-hmm. Mariana, excuse me. Uh, There is something I must do. Oh, very well. But um, if I do not return tonight, then I will return in the morning. Very well. And I leave, and I go towards the um, library. The garden? Yeah. What is it like? Is there an entrance? I forget. Yeah, there's an entrance in the bottom of the canyon. Okay. That you had been led to, Mm -hmm. that led further down into a cavern. With an underground pond, with an underground pool. Right. So I think I go towards that area, mm-hmm. but then don't really get there before I just stop and stare in that direction. <laughs> this is what she fucking does. Is anyone around? No. Well, can't go down there without anyone with me. Oh, well, I tried. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You can reread her for this later. I will. So, um, I go and find you. I think I'm sitting. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, what is Franya doing? Also, also, also sitting? Also sitting. 
So it's like near sundown now, I think. Uh, evening, close. Yeah, yeah. closing in on sundown. Yeah. As quietly as I can, so not to disturb you, I sit down next to you, mm. and I start thinking about one thing. Sunset comes, and Talia, you hear Franya getting up and stretching. Are we done? For today. Right. Oh! Hey, when did you get over here? Oh, you know. No, I don't. That's why I'm asking. I wanted to say, like, oh, I've always been here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie, so fuck that. Uh, Are you okay? Of course. I just thought I would come and sit and sink with you. Oh, what were you thinking about? Hmm. The single beat of a moth's wings. I don't think I'm that good yet. <laughs> kind of chuckle at you. Did you get a chance to talk to Scout? Oh, I could not find out. Uh, Franya, do you know where Scout is? I do not, but she could be either in her quarters or tending one of the gardens. Oh, you want to go find her? No. And in fact, I was like, no. And then, like, the look on my face was like, shit. <laughs> Good wince. Uh-huh. How hard you look for Scope? Wincing. She wasn't right at the entrance to the long garden. <laughs> Tied her smile like, I'm cute, don't be mad. Uh, Franya, <laughs> would you know anybody who would be able to help Celine with uh, her face side? It's not... She doesn't know a whole lot about it, and there's no other fae that we can ask to kind of teach her. So we thought this might be a good middle ground. We. Scare quotes. We. I thought this might be a good middle ground, considering all of you seem to know a lot about Fay mm. and might be able to help her. Ah, I believe I know someone who would be apt and willing to help. Yes. Yes, I shall uh, send them to the garden tomorrow morning. And I look at Celine. There you go. See? Easy. To smile back at you like I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Franya. I'm still looking at strange smile at Talia, but thank you, Franya. Yes, thank you. For today as well. You made a good progress today. This is going to be slow going and joy. Is that your stomach? Maybe. We shall continue sitting and breathing tomorrow. Right. Sitting and breathing. <sighs> okay. Sitting and breathing. I can do more of that. Yes. It was quite relaxing. It's, uh, I guess. But apparently it's helpful, so I'll go with it. I get back in the house and I inhale everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's the one time I actually use the servants. Anything and everything that <laughs> just is. Imagine you like no face, just getting fatter and fatter yeah. and fatter. <laughs> anything that does not need to be prepared, I want it in front of me. And anything I'm going that's to eat not it. nailed to the floor, you want to eat. You're chewing <laughs> on the couch next. <laughs> hey, 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 stop! Get the old newspaper and smack me in the face. <laughs> Yeah, anything and everything that's right. not nailed down, I'm fucking eating. <laughs> Somebody else can cook dinner. <laughs> I just need to eat. And then I need to go to the bathroom for an hour. <laughs> because I didn't pee when I got up either. These are D&D problems that we need to discuss. You okay in there? Yep. You have been in there for three hours. The children are worried. 
Oh yeah, are the kids okay? What are they doing? They're fine. Kids stuff. Yeah, Jareth had gone to Talden's place during the day, and Adrian had just stayed in. Can I actually check on the uh, guest house? Yeah. Anybody been in there? Not that you can tell. Then I am going to in James's room. So we still have one five eight three zero six monies. <laughs> One five eight three zero six. A hundred and fifty-eight thousand. One hundred and fifty-eight thousand three hundred and six gold pieces left. Damn. Okay. Okay. I'm taking a hundred thousand of that. For what? Um, I'm splitting it in half. Uh huh. Fifty thousand to fifty thousand. Uh huh. And I'm putting it them in separate places, and I'm putting them in James's room. Uh huh. And I'm leaving him a note asking him if whenever he comes in, send 50 to Yaldon and 50 to Blackwater. Did you talk to your wife about this? Yeah, we discussed this. Did we? Yeah, a while ago. I can I can t- let you know that I'm doing it. Yeah, please do. Okay. Okay. I have that conversation. <laughs> All right. Celine. Yes? Uh, remember we talked about sending money to Blackwater and Yaldin? How long ago was it? Was it like more than 12 hours ago? What, send money to Yaldin and Blackwater? Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Perhaps 25,000 each. That works. Uh, I'll leave a note for James if he could send that money to Blackwater and that money to Yaldin. Okay. I don't really specify... If he should say who's it from or whatever. Say who it's from. Celine wants them to know who it's from. <laughs> I have no preference. All right, cool. And then I eat some more. All right, yeah, okay. <laughs> How are you still hungry? I didn't eat all day. Just for one day. I, no, it's been a couple of days that I like sat there for long periods of you time. You have eaten eating. since then. Yeah, I know, but I did I didn't eat anything in the morning. I rushed out trying to be first. You what? Uh oh, right. right. I got to tell you. I relay what happened last night with um Pixmer. Pixmer. Oh. Ain't that something? Yeah, I think he was just blowing steam out their ass. What's a piece of shit? Yeah. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Feywild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, so you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in our show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks on new art, DM and player's notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. 
producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronoun she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Emrit Esperar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.